Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast. Our quarter century episode. That's number 25. Wow. 25 episodes already. We're not even at a year. Super thrilled with the momentum the podcast has been getting. Thank you to you guys, the listeners, so much for tuning in. Thank you for all the amazing guests we've had so far, the publicists who have provided us with interviews. I can't thank everyone enough. It's been really good. Keep the momentum going. We're almost at one year. We'll definitely hit 30 episodes before a year, maybe even 35. We'll see. We recorded four episodes last week alone, so lots of content coming your way. But right here, right now, we've got a great episode with a brand new band called Megative. They're a new band, but made up of guys you've probably heard of before. I sat down with Tim Fletcher, who was the lead singer and guitarist for The Stills, Gus Van Gogh, who was in Me Mom and Morgenthaler, and he was also a producer for The Stills, and Brooklyn dance hall legend Screechy Dan telling us about the new project. Megative is a combination of classic punk reggae and dub music probably not like anything you're listening to right now it's heavily influenced by the clashes album combat rock they've also been compared to gorillas the band has just released their self-titled debut album i've had a chance to listen through it a couple times really enjoyed it and i've picked out a few songs that i really enjoyed for the recommendation portion of the intro So the songs I'm going to recommend to you, uh, you can find them on YouTube. They're actually the first three songs on the album. The first one's called Have Mercy. The second one's called More Time. And the third one's called Can't Do Drugs. And for this episode in particular, I thought it would be a really great idea to share one of the band's tracks right on the podcast to get it straight to the listeners. So we've gotten permission to do that. So as a very special treat, here is the song More Time by Megative. Enjoy. We'll see you in a few minutes. Oh, 
disaster As quick as it go by, it's like it moving much faster So make sure you occupy your moments and prosper hey, Give up short time, if you waste your time I know if you fuck that poor thinking produce poor time Watch it be score time, them still in at the bump and board time That means they will never say sore time But hard work will make you sore to the top The vacancy for idle will make your life collapse None of my busy schedule, them I will never swap Cause when you're busy doing nothing, remember time don't stop And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the song More Time by Megative. Thank you again to the band for letting us share that right on the podcast. If you are a fan of Megative, you can catch them live over the next couple weeks. We recorded this just before the Toronto date, so that's passed, but I'm sure they'll be back again soon. If you're living on the east coast of the United States, you can catch them in either Washington, New Jersey, or Brooklyn. Between now and October 13th, they'll also be back in Canada at Mont- in Montreal on October 18th. So, let's get you introduced to the band. But first, quick reminder, if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review. It always helps us getting more interviews. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find us just by searching The Adamantium. For all the Canadian listeners... Have a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend. Enjoy the family time and eat all the turkey and pumpkin pie your heart desires. All right, here's episode 25 featuring Megative. Enjoy, everyone. We've got Tim Fletcher, we've got Screech Dan, yes. and we've got Gus Van Gogh here. Hello. Um, so first of all, congratulations on the new project, the album. I had to listen through it the last couple of days, and it's really, really cool. Very unique. Thank you. Um, kind of like nothing I've been listening to recently, which I think was kind of the idea. Yeah. Um, so when Ola told me about you guys, um, she told me, first of all, that there's a really good story of how you guys all got together. So I think it's a good idea. Let's start by start there okay uh the the uh the short version because you know we could we could talk forever about it but it, like the short version is that uh many many years ago almost like nine years ago tim and i were driving in a car uh 
in California. And Eleven years ago. What? Okay. Two thousand seven. So, oh right, right, right. Eleven yeah. years ago, uh, and we were we were driving and we were listening to some Clash music and uh, the band The Clash, and you know, Combat Rock. We just were talking about how it's one of those underrated Clash records. Uh, everyone talks about London Calling, and right. everyone talks about their first record. But Combat Rock is something that we have in common, Tim and I. If we're just just deep love for it, and uh, it's just a fantastic record. And uh, you know, the top of, of like lyrics. Uh, you know, he was he was uh, Joe Strummer was was reading a lot of like beat poets and like you know it was just getting it's just an amazing record and the production's fantastic. And there's like still some like catchy like radio singles on it, but it's also got some of their weirdest, most experimental stuff. It's like an amazing record and we were just talking about it and we were saying how f sad we were that there wasn't a, a second because they were doing a lot of double albums at the yeah. time with Sandinista and, and London Calling or we like saying it's too bad there isn't a double album of the of this because we could just listen to it right, forever but right. what we were listening to on that drive 11 years ago was the Mick Jones version of Combat Rock which is Rap Patrol from Fort Bragg which actually was going to be a double album right okay so there was other songs on it. Right. And we were like, oh my God, it's like discovering like a vault of more of this world. You know? Right. Like, yeah. And then we were saying to ourselves, what, wouldn't it be amazing to do, to do the definitive second record of Combat Rock? Okay. And then I, said, and then I jokingly said, we should do it. Like yeah. we should write it and produce it. And it would be like the second album of okay. Combat Rock. Uh, obviously not by The Clash. Mm -hmm. But then, this idea of working together sort of like just kept evolving and then you know the clash did touch on a lot of reggae yeah and we also love uh old reggae uh you know dub records mm -hmm. and uh we you know um and and of course the specials is another band that tim and i really really both adore and also in particular the stel the st uh the uh special second record which is called more specials which is also not one of their most popular records, mm -hmm. but we love it, and uh, and so we this idea of doing this this band kind of just sort of evolved from there, but without ever actually becoming a band or a project or us ever really writing or doing anything together. Just years would go by, and the idea would just there. keep evolving, yeah. and uh, and then finally we uh, you know. Uh, enough time had elapsed and we we were like finally going like you know now is the time that we should actually try to get together and start, start recording some music after that Josie Ma uh, Josie Wales and Yellow Man concert show yeah. yeah we went to see yeah. we went to see them they, they redid their famous uh, what was it called <laughs> two, giants uh, two Giants Clash right yeah and uh, it was awesome and we were like okay we really should do this like crazy reggae project and uh, and uh we, you know, I was at the time uh, working with uh, Like Minds, which is a production duo in uh, in, in a Brooklyn production yeah. duo. My good friends, uh, these two young uh, producers, Chris and Jesse, and uh, they loved the idea of doing this, and we we called it Negative, and we we did three songs, and we got signed to Last Gang, and it all was just like it all ballooned from there. We did, and we just did the full record, of course. We met Screechy. Yeah. So how does Screechy come into the into the fold? Well, I called 
I called uh, uh, basically from from being around in in the in the reggae scene of, of New York in Brooklyn. Okay, you know Brooklyn. You know Screechy is a legendary figure <laughs> in the Brooklyn dancehall scene. Okay, and uh, I think I just called you up one day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he told me about some. Somebody we both know. I, I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was uh, Lion, Dub Lion. Lion Dub. Yeah. Oh, Lion Dub. Yeah. Lion yeah. Dub. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that I, went down. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I I, I just yeah. contacted him and I, you know, I said, uh, do you know Do you know Screechy Dan? And and he was like, oh yeah, you really should work with that guy. Okay. And like, you know, and uh, I was pretty honored. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I sent him the music and he So was that the first time you guys had met when he called yeah. you? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So he cold called you for this project. Cold, cold, yeah. 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 cold call, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, um, I went in to the studio. Um, I think after we spoke, yeah. that was like probably the two days after. Yeah, a couple of days a couple later. A couple of days yeah. after, then um, went to the studio and this is some track. You know, I went in the booth and said, just run some track. Bought some freestyles. Okay. Freestyles so, sounded good. Yeah. And did you guys have any music already? So we, so <clears throat> the the uh, the story is actually kind of cool too. We yeah. had we had three songs. Yeah. And then we had decided that we wanted some chatting on the record. You okay. know, like some rapping, some some Jamaican, you know, dancehall mm. type type chatting on the record. And so we actually left empty verses. Okay. Uh, and we were like, let's find someone to do this. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> we left, much like the at Passover, you leave the empty seat for Elijah. Okay. We, we called this person that didn't exist yet. We called this person Elijah. Yeah. So we're like, we gotta leave a verse so empty for Elijah. Yeah. And we gotta find our Elijah. Or we have to find our prophet. You know. Well, it's interesting because when I was when I was reading up about the project, there I saw a lot of comparisons also to something like the gorillas. Right. Which they also kind of leave that verse right. for. Right. For an Elijah. Right, well. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. so we just had to find our Elijah. And after a little bit of hunting, everyone that we knew in New York that knew about the New York, uh, you know, dancehall and reggae scenes were also, everyone was saying, with the, with the type of music you're doing and yeah. the type of subject matter you have, because yeah. we definitely are not talking about regular, uh, our lyrics are not regular yes. reggae yeah. lyrics. Uh, they're not regular anything lyrics, right? right. Yeah. yeah, and so we, uh, uh, the people a lot of people that we were talking to were like Screechy Dan. He's a he's a real writer's writer. He's okay. a poet, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm easily getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> <You're flattered. laughs> but it, but it, but it's true, and and because uh, we you know you could we could have gotten someone to do the <clears throat> the rapping you know yeah. and 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 have it be like we couldn't have someone who was just gonna do all like boasting kind of right, lyrics right. or someone that was just gonna do like talking about like like you know gangster type stuff right. like you know chicks and wasn't guns what or whatever yeah. right so because our, our lyrics are weird in there yeah. and uh and so screechy was challenged by it and loved it because yeah. he was like oh i'm gonna you know we told we would tell him what a song is about and we would go over our lyrics with him and what all the songs are about he's like oh that's cool and he would like just drum up his own version okay. in, in his verses and and then when he first the first time we pressed record and, and we didn't even know what he was gonna do we were just like Oh my God! <laughs> we found Elijah. <laughs> so Screechy, did they make you listen to a lot of the Clash before you? No, no. no just you just heard the beats straight into negative. 
Okay. Yeah, not knowing I was the Elijah. This is why you're getting involved in. <laughs> there you go. I'm just finding out. Yeah, this is why you're Elijah now. Yeah. I told you this story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, without the Elijah. Right, right, right. You right. yeah. didn't know that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so that's my AKA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The prophet. Yes. It's <laughs> pretty cool, though. You know, first yeah. time I heard um, more time. Yeah. Blew me away. Yeah, that was the first song I heard too. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the production, the, um, the, the, the lyrical, the concept, the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you guys come Tim from. Tim's a great writer too, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tim is the uh, lyricist of the band. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I, I have some questions actually about the lyrics and the themes. Um, before we get to that, one question I had also is because you guys come from all very different backgrounds. We've got some punk backgrounds, some alternative, some reggae. Uh, Tim, I even read at one point you were in a, a heavy metal band. Yep. Um, so how do you guys find collaborating with each other? Is it like a bit of a mixed bag or how, you know? I mean, it just feels natural to me. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I just feel like... I don't know. It, I, I'm, it doesn't feel like anything changed. Like it was meant to be. Totally. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, it's. I guess. I don't know. I guess I found my element. Like. <laughs> supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, uh, even like Chris and Jesse, the other producer writers yes, in yeah. the band, like they, yeah. they come from. They're younger dudes. They, yeah. they come from hip hop, R and B, okay. and pop yeah. production yeah. and writing. Yeah. You know. It and like everyone just brings everything to the table yeah. and it becomes like a gumbo right. of, of ideas. Yeah, like but that. somehow, like there, it's 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 weirdly easy to figure out what's negative and what's not. Like okay. like we're all we're, we we're writing and it's like an idea happens and we're like yeah that's cool and that bam it's it's, yeah. it's a negative idea and then someone's working on something and like we just instinctively know what's not right and what's right. It's not just. We were like saying like, yeah, you know, if any arguments ever happen, we'll, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. No, ar- we did this whole record without any arguments, you know. It's like yeah. that you have a vision of what a thing should be. Yeah. And then you yeah. pour out all the puzzle pieces and you're like, hey, what do you got? What do you got? And then we all compare our puzzle pieces and we're like, I think this would work good for the corner. And we're like, yeah, okay, cool. And then, yeah. and then the image changes a little bit as you're making the puzzle. But all you're trying to do the entire time is just the right thing to complete the puzzle. Yeah. We you also... We also limited ourselves to what, like, you know, we didn't say we can do anything we want, right? You know, because then you, you, you had a clear, we had a pretty clear you vision, you know, yeah. like yeah. Uh, keeping it in the reggae sphere, but keeping it like super, like just, you know, but it goes dark. beyond reggae, it goes too, beyond it reggae yeah, for sure. It's, like, yeah. it's a little bit sure. of, yeah, 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 definitely. It's not traditional reggae. No, it's a lot of like there's a lot of dub in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even, like, indie music. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Like, I think yeah. it was just something waiting to happen. Yeah. It was already made, just unfold. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, just yeah. took the right group yeah. of guys to. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's kind of like the record, the record we all wished existed. <laughs> okay. And yeah. kind of, and, and really of the band that, like, personally, I, I just always wanted a band like Negative to exist. So right. yeah. I was like, it wasn't coming into existence. So we just made it happen ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Necessity yeah. is the mother invention. Yeah, exactly. So do you guys feel very satisfied now to have? you know, completed this, at least the first part of this project and yeah. couldn't, I personally could not be more have, proud of this. Have project. any of you ever been connected with any of the guys from the clash or worked with the clash and, uh, just no. met I met, I've met you met, summer. Oh, did you? I hung okay. out with Strummer. 
Did yeah. you ever tell him of this idea or? No, because it was okay. in 2001. Okay, long, okay. It was like before I even started the stills or anything. Yeah, you know, okay. So. I met Paul Simonon, the bass player of The Clash. Yeah. And I went up to him and I said, uh, like you a few know, months ago. A, yeah, a few months ago. And I told him about <clears throat> Megadeth and he, he was uh, interested to hear about it. And then I said, uh, you know, what's funny is like every time, every once in a while, if, if, I, if we were like searching for a bass line and we couldn't quite get the right one quite yet, mm-hmm. we, would, we would just jokingly say, what would Paul Simonon do? <laughs> and he said, oh, it's funny. I ask myself that question very often. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me then, how does working together uh, differ differ from your previous projects or work? Oh my god, (laughs) it's uh, like so much easier. Okay. Uh, Without going into too much detail, and uh, you know, right? No, I'm not asking to throw anyone under the bus or anything. But just how is it? You know, how's the the experience of making music together different from? Your other projects. I, I feel like it's just so clear. Everyone knows their role. Okay. Yeah. And because of that, it's just like, all right, like, uh, yeah. Now we need you to do your thing here. Do your job here, and then it's like, okay, and I'll do my job in a certain way. It's clear, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just find like everyone brings like their superpower to the mix. You okay. Know? And it's and it's always kind of necessary to that song, you know. And so it's just like. Plus, we've, I think we've all been through the ringer and yeah. been burnt in the fires of like tribulation okay. of playing in bands for so many years yeah. and schlepping that it's just like, you know what you don't want. It's, okay. like, it's like any relationship, you know, you, like you hear like people talking about relationships. Yeah, yeah. when you women. get out of one, you know what you don't yeah. want the next Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. Well, we, there's no... Uh, drama in this band oddly. okay like uh, uh, we're all a little older we're not right. in our 20s okay. yeah. and like uh, somehow everybody in the like Tim is saying everybody in the band mm-hmm. kind of like knows their role and in the writing and the every part of it like there's no egos okay and there's no okay. and uh, you know <laughs> there's no crazy people in this band either in the in the negative sense you know like like everyone is pretty <clears throat> like just understanding Everyone's cool level-headed, and level-headed, yeah. and the, and it's like we 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 we're remarkably ego-free, like bunch of bunch of people in this band, and uh, uh, you know I think like obviously this I think this is one of those projects that will, you know for the live portion of it will always like evolve as to yeah. like p- people in and out. It's kind of like a modular modular live band. Okay. Uh, and. Um, and so you never know what you're gonna necessarily get at a negative live show. Okay. Um, you know, could one day we could foreseeably see I could see us having like a horn section and then like a couple extra, you know, singers and like you know, where that kind of live act yeah. it could be anything. Uh, but one thing, I'm, because of how good it's been going so far, I kind of like okay. Rule number one is that it has to be drama and ego-free. Okay. Then you can you can join the fold. <laughs> the music comes first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And was there, when you were, I don't know, pitching this to labels or anything, was there ever any kind of pressure or expectation that no. you would sound like anything you've worked on before? Or? Oh, pressure that it would have sounded like something already... Like that maybe they already want done. some kind of, like, a stills-like song. No, 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 no. There was I, never anything like no, that. No, I prefer to not a familiar sound, like... Right. Yeah. I try to sound like this. I, uh, 
No, because when we, we brought it to the label, we didn't. We just we, we showed them the songs that existed. Mm -hmm. They're already pre, like so we already, already recorded yeah. songs. Okay. So we're like, this we didn't is, go shopping. Yeah, nothing. Okay. You know, we were just like, we were just like, this is, is we're gonna record this. Yeah. And because because we want it to exist, mm -hmm. and like screw everyone else. <laughs> and then Gus showed it to Chris Taylor, Chris Taylor. From, from Last Gang Records. Yeah. Was I literally like, was an old friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, but I, but he, I also knew that he loved reggae. Okay. And uh, so I literally sent him the three songs and was like, "Hey, Chris, I, th I think you might dig this." Like Tim and I did this, mm -hmm. this crazy thing. Okay. I said something went happen. Yeah. He did. <laughs> literally, we. He was he was the first guy that that was like, oh, like it, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then we signed with Last Gang, and that was that. that we didn't was that. we didn't shop it to any other label. Here we are now. Yeah, yeah. here we are now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when I was reading about the album too, uh, it was kind of also described of having themes of like paranoia, uh, existential dread. Uh, and doomsday prophecy is that like a landscape that you guys created for this music or is this actually like stuff that you guys think about kind of day to day I mean um, I think that it's it's like I was writing about what how I see and how I feel the world okay which is a, like in 2018 it's like there's a great chasm happening and mm -hmm. some people are on one side and some people are on the other and one side is like, I'm going to live consciously and I'm going to face all the dark side of myself because like there's trauma and there's abandonment and it's like time. Okay. Like, like civilization has come far enough, like it can't go any further in the old paradigm. Okay. And then some people are clinging really hard to the old school way. Okay. You know, like, like when you see wasps at the end of summer, like they're in the garbage, they're freaking out, they're stinging everyone. Yeah, they're, yeah, just, yeah. they're going crazy because they want to stay alive, you know? But so the way I see the world is like there's a tremendous amount of like unaddressed like trauma and abandonment and neglect and like PTSD and okay. it's like well if this is going to get like like addressed we have to look at those things and right. that brings up like a lot of like well fear of death you know fear of facing yourself denial it's like you got to look at all those things you got to shine the flashlight into that but if you don't do those things the folly of not doing those things is that a lot of, like, like you know, people are, there's a, an opioid crisis in the States, not, not just randomly. It's not right. like, oh, what's this? And then yeah. like, oh, it's like, because people, like, opioids are there to stop pain, you know? Mm -hmm. People are in insane amounts, like literally insane amounts of pain. Mm -hmm. And so I was just writing about that landscape. Okay. You know, which is obviously one where the sun is constantly setting right. and like the, the dark forces of night are coming out. There's a lot of dread. There's a lot of uh, depression and paranoia. And like that's what happens inside the psyche of humanity when it doesn't actually look at the truth of the situation. Okay. So the whole album is kind of different ways of looking at illusion and disillusion and, and those kinds of issues. Right. And uh, we also, uh, super well put, uh, <laughs> by the yeah, way, yeah. Uh, but I, uh, what's, what I also am proud of is that we, like, Tim managed to, like, say all these things with a sort of humorous, sort of, like, okay, yeah. uh, approach right. to it, and, uh, like... Because it's absurd. Uh, right. Because right. the whole thing is a little and absurd, too. Yeah. So, the, so at times it's like, 
it's all that, but it's all. But we we try to have sort of like a funny sort of sly like side eye like, like laugh, silly humans, silly humans right. kind of you, right. that's what I yeah. uh, you know I don't know I mean was it intentional or did it just happen I mean I, I really had my uh, it's almost like a dark humor the, the, the lyric yeah the lyric condensed I was like wow it's, it's super cool because I think um will make it easier for me to apply my part right it's like I, I was already in tune to that channel that he's right. okay coming yeah, from yeah, where these things is kind of so I, I, I look at it as i co-signed it so okay yeah so, yeah, so. so tell oh, me how you sure, approached yeah. tell me how you approached your verses for these songs as well like what were what were you thinking about when you were writing these the verses well all right as i said before that um begin with um i always think i'm in tune to wherever that's right coming from where tim is concerned because i always think about stuff like this as well mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when i heard um them lyrical contents and mm-hmm. what the direction where and what it's all about i was like wow that's i always saw people always I always talk to people about these things. Yeah. And they quickly dismiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I see here. Yeah. I'm, I'm either smoking too much or I'm going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you so kind of took what Tim was bringing to the table and ran with it. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Make it, make it much easier for me to um, lay it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, but so. I'll also say another thing uh, because yeah. I don't want it to sound like, yeah. uh, like I'm. I write all the lyrics like I I mean I write a, a good chunk of them and some of the songs I had already written yeah from, like for other projects that we just did for Megadeth but in some cases like in in more time like like it was me and Gus Gus was like okay these are cool lyrics but so what what does this character do mm-hmm. in like verse two so what and I'm like well he's doing this and it's like, okay well just say that then it's like oh okay yeah well thank you Tim the, it, I found my, my role in the lyrics was was uh, drawing them out of Tim okay uh, you know and so like it's true that a few lines here and there were, were, were mine but like and, and the boys uh, Chris and Jesse contributed too yeah. but it was like a lot of it was just Tim and I Tim would have some crazy idea of what the theme of the song should be and I would be like okay that sounds amazing and then it, we would start writing and and I, I found my role was just like to draw it out of him I would say like okay and then he would say something I would say okay well how about simplify that a bit you know and then he would like okay uh, something like that and I would just be like furiously writing all this idea down and like it was really it was really a cool one of the most fun writing experiences of my life, if not, I think actually that was the most fun writing experience yeah. of my life. Wow. Actually, and like Can't Do Drugs. Yeah. Like, so Can't Do Drugs yeah. is a song that I had written like like seven or eight years ago. Okay. And Gus was like, why don't we lift the chorus lyrics and put it onto new to music? music. Okay. And then we had like music there that from a beat that Chris and Jesse had come up with. So we, then we had my chorus on top of that music, and then we were literally in the studio doing vocals, and it's like, well, we need verses. And the, like, I was just like, okay, give me two seconds. Because, because we were, so like, just to clarify, we were writing the, the verse, rewriting the verses, lyrics, melodies, everything, to an old chorus that he had written. Okay. So 
a lot of this record has been uh, what, what was first idea, best idea. Mm -hmm. That was one of our like go-to catchphrases. Like, you know, your first right. instinct is the best trust one. Trust your instinct. Just yeah. trust your first instinct. Yeah. And a lot of the ideas in, in arranging the music and producing it, the first idea, best idea. And lyrically too. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, with fine tuning, but like, you know, so when- You can't do drugs. And in the studio, yeah. it was like, okay, we need verses. It was like, okay. I was thinking, blah, 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 and I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> I was literally pressing record, and yeah. like Tim was next to me, and, and, and we were writing it on the fly. But it, I, I'm super proud of those lyrics. I think me those, too, me too. They're, they're like, they're super direct, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's one of the things too. We, there are moments like in the, in the song Have Mercy where that, that, that is like more poetic and like out there in a great way. It's, have Mercy lyrics are my favorite on the record, but most of the record is pretty direct mm -hmm. lyrically and like pretty to the point and, yeah. you know, uh, and, and, and you can hear like, you know, this is sort of di uh, direct approach to trying to make people understand the, the theme of the song and, uh, and, <clears throat> and, and, and Can't Do Drugs is definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Do you oh, find yeah, you have that. to be in like a certain mindset to write a song like Can't Do Drugs or... I, I mean you have to be comfortable I yeah. yeah well I feel like yeah you have to feel comfortable to be yourself like Screechy was saying it's like a lot of people in the world sometimes are like oh you think too much or yeah. maybe uh, are not receptive okay. to, to like your deeper thinking right. you know so you if you're around people that are understanding and open-minded then it can just flow out okay. you know yeah. but I I feel like uh like we're all artists here that like that's what our art is uh, is yeah that's how we make art yeah it's like i'm not going to just talk about like things more on the surface i'm going right. to talk about the things, things that, that my soul needs yeah. to express yeah. but know? i mean i think you know it, for the, any music i've written in, in the past as well it's it's like to go to that deep part of your soul or whatever you're not always there if you know what i mean like if you're having a super happy-go-lucky day you, yeah. you might not be feeling that, that yeah. you know yeah, what I mean so right. do you find that you have to be in kind of a certain mood or something to well Tim Tim, yeah. Tim and I when we wrote the lyrics we would just like sit down hunker down in my living room say okay. and like spend the entire day just the two of us with a guitar and some sheets of paper and just write so we just got into the headspace of the song and just did it like okay. And when we were doing the the recording the vocals, we would just like darken the lights, get it, just be the two of us. It wasn't like a room yeah. full of people, right. you know. We would just be the two of us, and we would just like go at it. And we've known each other for decades, okay. Yeah. So I think Tim is super comfortable with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, uh, I would just as a producer myself, and I, I work with a lot of other artists. Yes, like I, yeah. I know how to get like my job is to try to get the best out of artists. Right. So like. I felt like Tim is so one of those guys where it's like, I know him so well. Yeah. So I just make the room comfortable for him where he can express himself and like, that's my job. And yeah. like, you know, 
As and we have like a like a rapport. Yeah. It's like it's like um you know ground control to Major Tom. It's yeah. Like you're, you're in the control room yeah. and I'm in her space yeah. and it's like but we have a we have a way of communicating. Yeah. Together that's like really intuitive. So. Yeah, it's amazing. And we argue, but like uh, we always laugh while we're arguing. <laughs> we always have these like comedic arguments, you know. And I'm like, you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. You know, and we laugh, you know. But uh, it's it's always super loving so and he knows that so i think he's oh, yeah. in a safe place you know yeah, when, yeah. when he's with me and yeah. and so we just you know and and uh you know with screechy we had less experience doing his vocals you know because right. we don't we didn't you know just him, met him recently, we, yeah. Yeah. yeah so but he's the most like easy guy to work with now, he seems like an adopted son now yeah yeah it's like, <laughs> absolutely. i mean we, it's actually relevant to talk about this or, or it's fun for me to talk about anyway yeah. like that first day that he came and did the first few vocal tracks yeah just it was sort of an audition but we knew okay. that he was going to do it but we didn't know if he was going to do only those three songs and then we yeah, were going right. to have other chatters like right. i said we didn't know he was our elijah yet okay yeah, yeah, yeah. but he he came in and did. So were you guys nervous first when he was coming? I wasn't like, even there. He was, oh, Tim okay. wasn't there, there. Yeah, it was yeah. just me, Chris, and Jesse. Okay. And uh, you know, he had listened to the songs, and he came in, and he did uh, like well, we asked him. So you listened to the, the songs, and I told him a little bit in an email, like explaining to him what the right. themes were, and okay. I showed him showed him what our lyrics were already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he came in and like he did the tracks, and then we just hung out for a bunch of hours just yeah. talking having some beers yeah. and we realized like he's just he was You're just in. like instantly family it was right, so yeah. funny we're like when we left there we were hugging we we're like oh man come back next week you know uh we were like we were talking about movies and books and like just the you know he, he it was like kindred spirits right like, we were like he was like talking about we were a lot of our songs have sort of like a pseudo science fictiony yeah. kind of like approach to telling a story you know and like uh he was like we were talking about uh, you know screechy was like i love science fiction I mean, just talking about like all everything sorts of, was lining up it was so yeah. funny because it, it just reminds me of that uh scene from stepbrothers right right Did we just become best friends yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact that when screechy left that the, the, yeah the three of us were like uh, so we found Elijah, yeah. yeah, and also can he be our best friend? Yeah, and you know what? Funny thing, I, I heard him mention the um, um, group um, Gorillas, yeah, Gorillas, and you know, yeah. I, yeah. I love that group, yeah, yeah. When, when, I, when, when I left the studio that day, yeah, and um, I was heading back home, I was like, I was feeling like so great, cause, yeah, um, people always know me from, from since teenage, yeah. early teenage, always through the dance asking hall. me question, yeah, like. You know, what were you thinking when you write such a, because I always, like, different. People right. always tell me I'm there. I never plan to be, I just be myself. Right. So, when I heard the, the, the whole the project, and I was like, I was within myself. Like, yeah, this is my feel. I, I like anything different. Right. I love. Yeah. So I, you felt like you found your now. gorillas, that's it. No, I'm on my way home now. I was singing, I, I was like, wow, how did this happen? I'm feeling good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the girls' song. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, when I heard you mention gorillas, gorillas earlier. It, like, it reminded oh, you of that man. moment, too. Yeah, if I, if, if I knew no better, 
like if I wasn't in tune to that channel, Tim, is in tune Yeah. When you mentioned the camera, it, it probably might have scared me. I'm like, wow, this is scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand how energy works. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, Gorillas is a great is a great well, for, it's an amazing project. Yeah. you know, and and it, I think I think it took off more than they ever expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. yeah, yeah. And it, we're sort of like yeah, you know, like, yeah. I was reading a, a Rolling Stone yeah interview with them recently. Like we never expected yeah yeah, this, yeah like yeah. to be fifty yeah. and still working on the Gorillas. Yeah, yeah. And even still, that new material is fantastic, yeah. super yeah, groovy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, really good stuff. Um, so you guys, uh, you recorded the first play live for CBC Music yeah. at Long Boat Hall, mm-hmm. which is also where the show is tomorrow night. Yeah. Was there, was, was that coincidence that it's in the same venue or did you guys say, oh, we want to go back there? Like that was a really good feel. Uh, it was, it's the, both the show and the CBC first play live was part of the same package deal, uh, with, okay. with the Longbow. Okay. Uh, uh, the the people uh, at the longboat are were like instant uh, Megadeth fans and okay. supporters, and they wanted to be involved. And they contacted uh, our agent Adam Kreeft and were like, you know, like let's do stuff with these guys, you know. Yeah. And so we kind of uh, collectively came up with the idea of uh, of doing everything there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah it's it's uh it's 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 longboat it was the longboat saying like we want to be involved let's let's do stuff yeah so then same this time when you guys came around there well no that's what i mean they're they're like let's do the cbc show and then a real a real show later a ticketed event later you know like it was you know part of the two shows were were one idea Mm -hmm. yeah okay so what do you have any kind of specific hopes for tomorrow night or this tour or uh, that it goes off well. That we don't have any technological problems. Yeah. That you don't get sick beforehand. And yeah. Like, yeah. All, the, all the usual. Do you think that you'll bring a lot of fans from your previous work, or do you think that now you're going to have this kind of new collection of? I mean, especially because this is something that hasn't really been, like you said, you you guys wished someone had made this. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's almost like, is there, you know, where are you? Do you think you're going to get your audience from for probably both that? Yeah, a yeah. little bit of all the yeah. know, different genres. I think. I mean, I think that uh, we do. We we uh, we get a lot of. Uh, there, I mean, there are some like old Stills fans mm-hmm. that like definitely find, like found out that Tim yeah. was doing a new thing and are checking it out. There's a lot of fans of like my work as a producer you know people that are like follow my career or whatever yeah. and they're like oh cool this is a thing that Gus is doing that's his own project yeah you know there's a, a, few, a couple of those you know there's people that know about Screechy Jan- Dan and Johnny Go Figure you know and you know the, of the reggae community in, in, in Toronto that are like you know interested to hear this weird thing right so uh, you know we, we've collaborated with Amoy uh, who you know? Who's a, a, a big reggae star here mm-hmm. in Canada, and she's coming up and singing with us, and so she's bringing some of her fans, and you know, it's kind of like a a cool mishmash of like the reggae scene and the alternative music scene of Canada, okay. which is kind of the concept yeah. of the band. Right. <laughs> um, I have one actually kind of question for for Screechy. I read that you are the third generation. Of four screechies. <laughs> yeah. So I was curious where where does where does screechy come from? I'm screechy the third. Um actually 
Um, that's a question I did not ask my my grandfather. No, nor my father. where it came from? I just wrote with it. Um, and and plus, I think their meaning is uh, was different from what we grew up in Kingston, knowing that like when somebody say, "Oh, you screechy, like you sneak, like you snuck up on me." Okay. Or you sneak up on that person, or, like that that screech, you know, like they say, you screechy across the border. Okay. You like you snuck across the border. Like, okay. Like remember that old reggae song, "Screechy wheel, screechy across the border." Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, in the streets, it it, it actually mean something, but I'm I'm not sure what it meant to my grandfather, or, or my father. But um, when I when I came to um to the state, yeah, um, in high school. All of us as boys, like it was, I think it was like seven, eight of us, like young kids in high school, you know, giving each other's nickname. Yeah. And everybody turned to me and said, Yo, your name is Screechy. I was like, Wow. <laughs> I was like, Wow, that's my grandfather's yeah. name and my father's. And it was like, Ah, you, you're kidding. Because I always right. was, the, was the, 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 the comedian in, the, in school. So they, they thought I was playing around. And I was like, nah, I'm serious. Let's go to the 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 the, the, the car box. Yeah. Call my sister. You know, at the time it was like five cent. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a nickel. So I dropped the nickel, dialed a house number. I didn't even put the phone in my ear. I gave it to one of my friends. Dialed the number. Mm -hmm. You know, he already know my sister. So yeah. he answered the phone. My sister named my, by the way, my, my original nickname is Woody. Okay. And my sister's nickname is Dolly. So Woody and Dolly, everybody know what's that. So, so he answered the phone. He was like, hey, Dolly, let me ask you something. What was, what's your father's name? And, and I saw him look at me like this. So, <laughs> what's your grandfather's name? And he went like this. <laughs> I said, all right, Dolly, thanks. And okay, so what you're telling us here is that Screechy was your grandfather's nickname yeah. and your father's oh, nickname, yeah. but it wasn't yours at first. And your friends just called just, you screechy without, like, without knowing without that knowing, that yeah. Yeah, come that. on, yeah. that's oh. impossible. Oh, yeah, that, that, that. At the yes. time, I was like, wow. So wow. They, that's the universe was saying your, you your had to be called. This yeah. is in New York, huh? This is in New York. Your in, high school in, friends yeah, in Brooklyn. So is that is is that a term in Brooklyn too, screechy? Like, does that also have the same meaning as, as no? It did well, these Kingston? guys were Jamaicans as well. They're also Jamaicans. Yeah, so they know what it means, and and they always. People always tell me, like, why you Because you were sneaking you know, around. You know where you show up, where you came from. Uh, <laughs> uh, sneaking around. But, I, you know, it's nothing deliberate. And, yeah. and when I leave, they're like, yo, where the hell is people? Where you went? So Screechy, <laughs> so Screechy is kind of a synonym for sneaky. Sneaky. Yeah, but, yeah. Not, but not for, like, loud and screechy. Like, right. You guys should play right. sneaky, sneaky D's then. Like, yeah. Screech, screechy D and sneaky D's. Yeah. 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 I like that. There you go. And, 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 and now... My, my, um, my son's Your friend, son's all, okay. call him Young Screech. Be because of you or? Yeah, because okay. of me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's four, yeah. four generations yeah, of Screech. No, yeah. he actually, you know, adapt, adapted, his adapted my, uh, my Screech. 
So he tell yeah. all his friends his name is Screechy. Okay. Yeah, because you know. Cool and he's yeah. a though. And he's yeah. a rapper. Yeah. If you're a singer, I'll take it. He's a rapper yeah. and a producer. Oh, yeah. rapper. Yeah. yeah. And he's a, yeah. So young Screechy is a is a rapper and producer. Is also your your son's yeah. also producing. Oh yeah. Wow. Is he is he does he go Screechy or Screech? Screech. Young Screech. Young Screech. Yeah. Screech. Yeah. Like from Saved by the Bell. You know what? Use that like when I travel and people are like, what's your Call name? Save from Save by the Bell. I just remember Screech from Save by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> you put a Y in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw a comedian do a bit recently that was like, yeah. you know, when you're in school, you don't, you yeah. don't usually like the nicknames people give you. Right. right. But that's a pretty good. That's a good yeah. one. You know, yeah, yeah, Screechy yeah. sounds pretty cool. Yeah. 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 But people call me Screech. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. even my father, like my pops, people say, hey, Screech. Yeah. yeah. My grandfather, that's wow. Screech. So, yeah. I like it. If you, just kind of a fun question, and each of you can kind of answer this. If you could take Megadiff on tour with anyone, who would it be? Hmm. That is a tough one. Hmm? Like, any if you could, after any anybody you look up to, work? yeah. I mean, I think that I, yeah. I mean, the, we were talking a lot about the gorilla, so that's in my mind, but I think that would be a super it's a good fun, fit yeah, too, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. it would be, it would be like, their audience would definitely understand what we're I doing. I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think it would be, and, and, and some crazy twist to it, we drop totes in, in the middle of the oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to tour with Toots in the Maytown. Oh, yeah. That's my father's friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up watching them rehearse next door. This is my house, and that's Toots' house Toots. next door. Yeah. Is that, is that a nickname as well, Toots? Yeah, from Toots and the Maytown. Toots, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's... No, I think that's his... I think that's his real name, Toots Hibbert. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, always, I always thought it was a nickname, because... I haven't heard nobody with that name no. besides him. So, no. I, yeah. And Tim, anyone, anyone you? Oh my God. I feel like Megative is a headliner. Okay, so okay. It's like, who, who would you want opening then? Uh, <laughs> are they like- We play negative, alone. Like, that's it, you guys like rush, just negative three hour set. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, we open for ourselves. Okay. Johnny, Johnny, go figure and Screechy Dan. Yeah. Open for negative. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're a self-contained <laughs> unit. Awesome. Yeah. Like it. Like it. Well, thank you guys very much for taking. Thank the you. Time. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Awesome. Cheers, man. Thanks. Best of luck. Yeah.